Hello and welcome to another exciting classic episode. So classic. Of Geshcast Supernatural slash Supernatural Entertainment System, as it will become one day. As it's now called. What has everyone got to look forward to in today's episode? We have coming up for you an episode called Scaring Getty, <gasps> which is about scary spaghetti. Ha <laughs> <laughs> and only kidding. Ha oh. <laughs> It's about beasts from Africa, that oh. continent that we love so much. Excellent. Yeah. Only one way to find out more. Yeah. Continue using your ears to take in information. Yeah. You're a good soldier, choosing your battle. Pick yourself up and dust yourself off and back in the saddle. You're on the front line, everyone's watching. You know it's serious, we're getting closer, this isn't over. The pressure's off, you feel it. This is Africa. Hello and welcome to Geshcast Supernatural, Glasgow's spookiest podcast. I'm Gav. I'm Jerry. I am Philip. And I'm Chris. This episode, Beasts of the Scaring Getty. What grim shapes stalk the African plains, gnarled of fang and fleet of foot. Join us as we investigate that Stygian continent. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Hey. The end of another festive season. Uh, how are you going to be spending your New Year's, Chris? I am going to a gig. No, you think so? I think so. Well, I don't know. I don't know where it is. I don't know what time it is or anything like that. But <laughs> I don't uh, think you are going to. <laughs> yeah. going to go to a gig. There's a chance that I might not. Yeah. There's a chance. Um, but that's that's my plan. Anyway. What's your what type of music is this? Uh, ska. <laughs> <laughs> Magic. Uh, Gav. Uh, I'll be down in England, in Silith, in Cumbria. God's uh, country. Yep, doing a signing down there. And then I'll just be heading back to mum and dad's uh, for a quiet evening in my bed by 10. Mm-hmm. Best time to go to bed. Uh, nothing exciting at all. Traditional today. family game of talisman before you pop <laughs> Traditional, I was hoping to get the traditional family power cut. Aye, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then drink a box of Guinness with my dad. And that's about it. Not really good podcast fodder, I'm afraid. But Jerry's probably got something much more exciting. Let's hear what Burnell said Nothing. Nothing nothing at all, they're not going to do. Probably involving eating more again, Mm. playing a game, going to see mum and dad. This time of year is a very lonely time for paranormal investigators like ourselves. We're a very solitary bunch. We sound like we get along really well here, but that's for the show. Yeah, obviously, we're not going to spend New Year's with each other. Of course not. That would be ridiculous. (laughs) That would be even more ridiculous than some of the things we talk about on this show. (laughs) (laughs) What do you feel? What are you up to? I am also going to be doing very little, surprisingly enough. <laughs> now that we've all breached that 30 year old barrier, Aye. it's like. What a bunch well of boring not bother. Uh, I'll be just doomsday prepping, I think, for the whole day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bug out bag. Bug out bag. Obviously, getting ready for Ragnarok in uh, February. Do a bit of extreme couponing. Possibly. Aye. Who knows? Just various TLC programs. <laughs> <laughs> well, onwards and upwards then. So, we're going to be talking about. Beasts of the Scaringetti. Yep, African continent, continent about, or continent. If before you like. we get into the meat and vegetables, we hit up some news. Supernatural news. <laughs> news. News. So, what does everyone have this week? Who wants to start? I'll start off this week. Um, oh, aye. Aye. Oh, you are. Aye. 
exciting news. I see bolded news. news on your bit of paper there. Oh, so it yes, must be good. Of course. I do layouts. I do proper layouts in my news. Um, <laughs> I respect that. I respect you. So this uh, <laughs> this week or this month, uh, Obama makes history. He's the first president to mention Area Fifty One. Um, he was making a, a speech, as presidents tend to do, mm -hmm. um, and he, he started making a, a joke about somebody, um, Shirley McLean, who claims to have seen UFOs, and he said um, that now, when you're the first, uh, when you first become president, one of the questions people ask you is, "What's going on in Area 51?" And he joked that um, when he wants to know, he calls Shirley McLean, but he's the first uh, president. To ever mention it, which makes it news. Therefore, <laughs> makes it real. Makes <laughs> it endorsing makes it fully. It yeah. Uh, but Area Fifty One is actually a real, a real military base, mm -hmm. and it is used for um, storing official aliens. use as um, testing, like spy planes and uh, various other government projects. Yeah. Um, Based on alien tech. Could it be more? Exactly. Well, that's what they exactly. did the Indiana Jones franchise. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. News. More news. Gav. I have a little bit of celebrity news. Gav's celebrity news corner. Now, the rantings of us mere mortals and lunatics don't carry any weight. You used to be like, Jerry, you come at me, you say, you saw a monster, I'd be like, shut up. But, because <laughs> <laughs> of celebrity news, if a celebrity says that something's going on, I'm in, I'm on board. Yeah. Especially someone like Peaches Geldof. Peaches Geldof. <laughs> Daughter of Live Aid organiser Bob Geldof. And a peach. Recently took a selfie of herself, as you do, with her son Astrala. When she's in the bath, right? So she looks. <laughs> as you do. As you do. Uh, she Was this a selfie or did you have a long lens going <laughs> uh, She looked back at the picture, right? She noticed a mysterious third party, a translucent hand of what looks like a ghost just above her shoulder. So she posted this on Instagram. Apparently, in her house, there's a spirit of a woman who committed suicide a hundred years ago after just delivering a baby. Right? Mm. I know exactly. So the, the, the thing she put up on Instagram was. Close-up shot of the mystery ghost. Uh, I took a picture of Estrella and me in the bath. And it's not my hand. One of mine was around my his waist to hold him during the photo. The other holding a camera to take the shot. Also, the hand is around my shoulder, so totally weird angle if I did it myself. How terrifying. I am shitting myself. <laughs> hashtag haunted. Hashtag ghost. <laughs> now, if you search for Peaches Geldof ghost selfie, you'll see this uh, at home. I've got a little picture of it here for you, What's lads. This is the hand in question. Oh, oh my god. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, that's yeah, like that's a kind, of, kind of monkey hand or something. That's exactly. strange. Is it the ghost hand of a, of the baby who died in the bath or something? I don't know. It looks like it's trying to grip around her throat. Exactly. It's the grudge. <laughs> it's the grudge. <laughs> it could be the ghost of mum. The grudge. So normally I wouldn't believe this, but it's a celebrity, so I do. <laughs> Facts. 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 Does anyone else have any ghost news? Yeah, I've got a, a difficult to pronounce town. A residence in this is from this is from the Huffington Post. Ah, excellent. so like a, you know a record of note. Residence in Miava, know that is, Slovakia. Um, <laughs> awoke from their slumbers to find a river running through their town flowing red. Oh my God! Shit. Yep. Roman something, age sixty-five, told Central European News, "I could not believe my eyes. The river was dark red. It was like something from a horror film. Blood cascading through the centre of town." Another yokel, another yokel said, "This is really creepy." Yesterday evening I walked past here and it wasn't its normal blue green. Now it looks like someone slaughtered a thousand virgins or something. <laughs> I'm not superstitious and we've never had any serial killers or anything like that here, but this isn't normal. I think that guy's protesting too. Does <laughs> <laughs> protest too much. So how could a river fill a blood without some seriously evil intent behind it? I immediately called the police. So there we go, Slovakia, red 
Red Rivers thousand. You better do something about this. Aye. I like how he didn't. He didn't say like five hundred. He knew one thousand. That's about a thousand. I think that's a thousand virgins, and no one's ever killed a thousand virgins around here. No one's beat my high score. <laughs> so yeah, Slovakia. River I think Red. Slovakia still use that as a metric unit, though. Do they not? The, the virgin. The virgin. The virgin. The kill, kill a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> kill a virgin. <laughs> like we've adopted the Devito scale. Yeah. Yes. They exactly. The kill a virgin. We obviously can't do the virgin over here because there aren't any. <laughs> no. Society burn. No. <laughs> seriously, seriously, teenage, uh, teenage rates uh, for birth are through the roof. And, uh, scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's scarier. Right, quick little bit of UFO news. Uh, there was an incident recently, and by recently I mean two weeks ago. Oh my goodness, a fortnight. One fortnight ago, involving an Airbus A320. Good plane. Uh, <laughs> flying over Berkshire on a routine flight at a height of 34,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. So 4,000 feet, okay. Got that recorded. <laughs> it's not going to cool. be a song. Uh, <laughs> what colours the pilot's eyes? The pilot spotted a strange silver object travelling towards him at the same altitude. He said, having very little time to focus under the apprehension they were on a collision course, he had no time to react. And his immediate reaction was to duck to the right and reach over to alert his first officer, who was obviously not paying attention. <laughs> uh, but then it, nothing happened. It just disappeared. Oh there was no collision. Very, very strange. Mm. So Heathrow investigated this and could find nothing that would have been flying at that height at that time. Mm. Definitive UFO action over Berkshire this very month. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Was it Santa? <laughs> was no. it the dead ball well, thing from Phantasm <laughs> I like that the pilot's first reaction was to duck yes he's got an entire plane thought, uh-huh. thought not even pushed pull. down on yeah. the sticks or something I don't know anything that thing you look like it's really tough to pull back <laughs> can it be that hard no. Hiram isn't he he's been tripping balls he <laughs> might have been it was Christmas so he's probably drinking uh, large metallic silver cigar shaped craft it's mm. <laughs> total silence as, as we well, picture I it I don't blame you it's, yeah it's, it's, it's very very real chilling numbing numbing is the word for it well that is enough news for now I think that's left everyone on edge I'm a little bit frightened well why don't we take that fright to the next level to <laughs> Africa ba, 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 da, ba, ba. <laughs> Africa Africa <laughs> the cradle of life. Yeah. The cradle of frights. It's what creatures live upon those planes? Who will kick us off well, this first, week? Phil, I want to just quickly run through the rules of if the you would. for everyone. Uh, each episode, Geshka Supernatural, we decide upon a supernatural topic and we bring one example each of a specific phenomena and we grade them via the patented Geshkas pentacle system. We pit them against each other and whoever comes out the highest or the best is really, we say they're real. They're real. They become real. They're out there. They're waiting for you. And at the end of the season, we're going to put them all into one big sort of tournament and the winner is declared the Geshkas Supernatural Champion. Super real. Super real. What is real? Super real. Okay, who is going to go first? Anyone? I'll go first. Chris, stepping up to bat. Bosh. So I bring to the table the Malawi Terror Beast. Oh my goodness. Good name. Yes, exactly. Where's it from? Uh, It's from... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a few years ago from 10 years ago oh, <laughs> subverting um, yeah from 2003 it killed 3 people uh, 2 adults and 1 3 year old the beast and injured 16 um, the main kind of um, source of infamy for this is it was such horrific uh, injuries um, it was it injured uh, like I say 16 folk 
um, and caused 4,000 people to flee their homes All right. in, in absolute terror. This was um, an actual thing? Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. A, a, an actual thing. Uh, I'll get into it. It's, there, is, there is a supernatural God. element. Uh, but the, the three that it killed, it crushed their skulls and ate their intestines and genitals. <laughs> God. <laughs> in, in that order? <laughs> that was I don't know. But the, the injuries were, were horrific. There's people that like lost uh, jaws and eyes, oh. and, like, hands, arms. It was pretty... Pretty grim. So eyewitnesses um, said that it matched the description of a beast that had actually been shot and killed by park rangers the year before. Oh my god. And they said it was a rabid hyena. Right. But all the locals say no. Hyenas, no. they don't look like that. Legs mm. legs were too big. Uh, so it was like a hyena with big legs. Cool. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> and that particular beast uh, killed five people and injured 20, which is a much better count than... Right. You should have brought that one. But there's no information for that one, Gav. <laughs> no. But the residents believe that this one was the ghost of the one that was killed the previous year. And uh, the beast from 2003 has never been found. That's pretty cool. So I present <laughs> to you the mysterious and deadly Malawi terror beast. The Malawi genital Resurrected. Gubber. more. <laughs> petrifying. The genital gubber. It's the ultimate palate cleanser. A little cock and balls. <laughs> I'm on Sean and Jenny or two. <laughs> was it only guys that killed them? No, no, it? it was um, two adults. I think it was actually two women. And they ate their Jennies? They ate their Jennies, eh? That's fucked up. It's like a fucking supernatural <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Yep. Yeah, it, it was actually wasn't supernatural sim- enough. I know, exactly. It was similar. Focused, focused aggression. Undone. Taking out eyes and Ruthless uh, aggression. Genitals. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. Yuck. So watch your intestines and nads. Your nads. Nads, (laughs) Your gonies. (laughs) Gavin? My abominable African apparition (laughs) is the Popobawa. It's an evil spirit known by Tanzanian locals as the uh, Shitani. In Swahili, the name translates as Batwing, which is also a semi-popular Batman (laughs) spin-off. So... We're looking here basically at a Batman style. <laughs> Massive bat. Most sightings have got a, a large singular eye in the centre of its head, like a sort of cyclops effort. Mm. Uh, it's a shapeshifter. Oh, aye. Yeah. Guest cast uh, favourite. Can, uh, only two, it seems. Um, it can either take human form or animal form. And it can change from you know one back to the other. This is where it gets juicy. Yeah. Nocturnal attacks can comprise a f- simple physical assault or poltergeist-like phenomena. Uh-huh. But most feared is the sexual assault and the sodomizing of adult men and women. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> They're so raunchy. All beasts are raunchy. But, you know, you think that a lot of them, you know, things like that lead to, you know, shame and secrecy. Mm. Here, victims are often urged to tell others that they've been assaulted and are threatened with repeat visits by Papa Bauer if they do not. Imagine telling your neighbour. So there's loads of sightings since the 1970s when this appears to have all kicked off. Hospitals have treated dozens of people who have said to be savaged by this beast. So things you can do. If a, if a Popobawa attacks, you can... Uh, usually it's, it only seems to attack people in their houses. You can spend the night outside and awake. Um, often huddled around an open fire with other family members and neighbours. You seem to be fine if you're in a group of people. Uh-huh. But if you're in the house yourself, no chance. You can also hold or read from the Quran. Uh, the Popobawa does not like the Quran. So it's hairy, it's ugly, it sodomises people, and it doesn't like Muslims. 
So in a way, I guess it's like a monster version of Nick Griffin. <laughs> oh, oh my! <laughs> himself is a fictional beast. Oh, topical. <laughs> Very topical. The Pope of Our. I'm going to talk about the Niami Niami. Now mm. transport yourselves to the middle stage of the Zambezi River. A lush but wild place of crocodiles, hippos, sharks, eagles, pelicans. A natural place teeming with unspoiled grassland, marshes and rivers. What did humanity do here? Leave it alone. No planeteers, they did not. <laughs> they paved paradise and threw up a big bastard dam. One of the biggest in the world, in fact. It's 128 metres tall and 600 metres long. Taller than the Statue of Liberty. And much, much longer than the Statue of Liberty. Shut up. Nyami Nyami is the god of the underworld for the local Zambezi franchise. And takes the form of a man or beast, depending on how he's feeling that day. His bestial form is that of a giant snake-like being with the head of a fish. Or if it's the weekend, a giant whirlpool or dragon. Oh my god. Nyami Nyami was said to live by the Zambezi's banks with his wife, taking care of the creatures and the environment, even allowing locals to eat meat from his body in times of famine. <laughs> Bef- Generous. <laughs> before, the, before the European contractors rocked up in the 50s and built the Kariba Dam that flooded the place, they burnt the entire valley to the ground, displacing the native Batonga tribe and killing plants and thousands of creatures in the process. Surely nothing would come of this. Wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Ang> you're wrong. <laughs> Angered by this affront, in 1957, as the dam was nearing completion, Yami Nyami sent the worst floods ever in the area. It washed away much of the dam, and several workers' bodies were completely disappeared. Oh, God. The Batonga tribesmen were enlisted to help placate Nyami Nyami and get the European workers' bodies back. They slaughtered a black calf by the river, and the next morning, the missing bodies were there in its place. Nyami Nyami struck again the following year and brought the dam project to halt again but it was eventually finished in 1960. To this day, earthquakes still happen at the site of the dam, and the Batonga tribesmen say this is the angry spirit of Nyami Nyami, who has been separated from his wife by the dam itself. Nyami Nyami made a comeback earlier this month, as reported by real-life newspaper, The Scotsman. Oh, there you go. A quote, I saw with my own eyes a monster snake that was almost 200 metres long, said a fisherman. Ask anyone that lives in this area and you will get confirmation of the story. The Scotsman goes on to report local accounts and saying apparently the beast took 45 minutes to snake across the harbour in broad daylight, giving ample time to villagers to watch him and marvel. Eyewitnesses said Nyami Nyami was so big that a truck would not have killed him if it had run him over. <laughs> That's pretty big. Nyami Nyami. Nyami Nyami's good. I think it's a, a grim reminder though that sometimes the most evil of beasts is man. True Quite enough. true, Quite true. Just take a wee moment. Uh, the Ahuli. The Ahuli. The A giant bat. <gasps> bat v bat. Named because of the noise it makes. Ahuli! Ahuli! Bubata! Some portray this creature as a giant bat, or like a giant dinosaur. Okay. Or a giant flying chimp. <laughs> There's a bit of discussion still going on around the Ahuli. Uh, first reported by Dr. Ernest Bartles in 1925 said to live in the deepest parts of the jungles of Java mm, I love my Java yeah it, has, it either has a chimp or a bat's face large dark eyes red skinned wings and large claws in its forearms and covered by grey fur a wingspan of 12 feet you love a wingspan? I do love a wingspan <laughs> this isn't as big as like whatever it was six goats sellotaped together um, so that's twice the size of the largest bat known to man the flying fox one scientist theorised that the creature may be related to another cryptid, mm-hmm. the Congamato. 
Not a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect mix of camel and tomato. <laughs> Female ahuls are very social. Social? Social. Uh, whilst male ones live on their own. Somehow they know that about this oh, cryptic yeah. beast. That's weird. If the females and the young remain together until the young are fully mature and capable of breed, then they go their separate ways. How do they know that? There's Dr. Ernest Bartles did a lot of research on it when he found it, and then nobody else did. Bartles beasts. Doctor. Ahuls are omnivorous creatures, feeding on a large range of food sources, but will only consume large amounts of flesh, uh, preying on a range of large animals, ranging from small cats to full-grown humans. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Allegedly hunting their prey by upside-down stalking through a forest. As <laughs> Showing off. The creature's large size proved to be easily noticeable if they were stopped from the skies, so they kind of slither along branches uh, and drop down on you, very similar to a leopard. Uh, uh, the Ahul. Nice. Ahul! Ahul! <laughs> Which of these African beasts will come out on top of the pride. And who will be declared real? Murderousness. Malawi Terror Beast, with a body count of three, is the most murderous. Physical strength! With its flood-creating, dam-breaking chops, the Nyami Nyami takes physical strength. Quite influential. A god who is reported in two continents, then Yami Yami is the most influential. Giant bog and bat with the face of a chimp, the Ahul is the most disgusting. Ripping jaws and eating junk. Yes! <laughs> ripping jaws and eating junk. <laughs> Busting out the corner, that was brilliant. <laughs> ripping jaws! <laughs> eating junk. I thought you need to do that again. <laughs> ripping jaws and eating junk, the Malawi terror beast is the most fearsome. Looks like we've got a tiebreaker situation on our hands. Oh, has this ever happened? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> However, how we'll decide it will be the only true way to judge a beast which is most metal. Which is most metal. We often talk on this show how metal something is. You know, some guy's got like massive bat wings made of fucking crepe paper. Mm-hmm. Or a dead nun. Or a dead nun, exactly. That's pretty metal. Um, the guy get chopped up and left on his bed, that's metal. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So we decide, on a tiebreaker situation, which of these two is the most metal? So we have on one side, the terror, what was it? The, the ter- Malawi terror beast. The Malawi terror beast. Crushing skulls. Crushing skulls and eating junk. <laughs> <laughs> and then they are had the nyam nyam. Nyami nyami. Nyami nyami. Happy flood man. Happy flood god. <laughs> happy flood god, so that's right, that's right. Now, he did let people eat himself. He did. Yes. Which is nyam. like, it's, it's metal, but it's kind of like nice metal. Yeah, it's I, like, it's I like think it's kind of seedy. Like if you maintain eye contact, right. <laughs> you know, that's metal. You can eat that, but <sighs> what, what am I like? <laughs> Do you want something to wash it down with? <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
Peter Lynn Godsman. Because again, I'm going to leave that to the imagination. I don't think I need to be said, but yes. Chris was keeping it classy. With that joke. I think, though, we can agree on at least the, the, the jaw ripping, the terror. The name alone. The name alone. The name alone, yeah, definitely. Means that the winner this week is. The Malawi Terror Beast. With that, what is left to say except what is real? The Malawi Terror Beast is real! You are going to die one day. Don't forget that. (laughs) (laughs) The sun sets in another competition. We have decided the most real of all African super beasts. What is there left but to quiz it out? But to quiz it out. Now, this gives you the opportunity to maybe claw back some respect for yourself. Now, (laughs) five questions. Not from the Us One Guide to the Supernatural, because we've drained that book. We're veering away from it. Um, Each question has four possible answers. I'm going to give you them all first. Multiple choice. Multiple choice. When you think you know the answer... I want you to say your name mm-hmm. and then your answer. So let's just try that quickly. Jenny. Philip. Chris. Excellent. Boys, you're doing so well. Thanks, Dad. Question one. When did the infamous Roswell crash take place? Was it A, 1942? Mm-hmm. 1947? Jerry. 19... Yes, Jerry? 1947. It was 1947. Oh, Jerry knows. Jerry knows. I'll start off with some easy ones. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is the study of the paranormal officially called? Is it ghostology, phenomenina, <laughs> paranormality, or parapsychology? Jerry. Jerry. Parapsychology. Jerry wins again. Jerry, you're so fast with your own name. <laughs> Which ghost was mentioned in Bram Stoker's Dracula? St. Dracula of Scarborough. St Catherine of Hull St Hilda of Transylvania St Patrick of Leeds or St Hilda of Whitby Abbey Philip Yep Whitby Abbey It is Whitby Abbey The one you remember after the end of all those names (laughs) I've been to Whitby Abbey I know all about it Wah Lovely Wah Wah (laughs) What does the term EVP mean? Is it electro voice paranormal? Electronic voice phenomena? Electricity phenomena? Philip. Electro voice paranormality. Philip, I'm going for B, the second one you said. Please just tell me what that is. <laughs> Le- electronic voice phenomena? That is correct, Philip. Yes. <laughs> Something. Last question. Which of these is not a type of ghost? A Himi? <laughs> a Banshee? A Shadow Person? A Crisis Apparition? Or answer all of these are ghosts. Chris. Eh. Ahishi. Himi. Ahimi is the correct answer. There is no recorded Himi. What is it Himi? Did you make that up or was that just It was part of the question. Okay. (laughs) So with that, do we have a it's another draw for another the first time in Gishcast. <laughs> I think by making the, que- the quiz five questions long, we're kind of, I'm kind of fucking myself. Right, tiebreaker. <laughs> another psychic projection tiebreaker? No, this time I'm going to go straight up. 
proper old old scar old scar <laughs> old fashioned tiebreaker. How many people survived the sinking of the RMS Titanic? Jerry. Jerry? Was it three? <laughs> it was slightly more than three. <laughs> Philip. Yeah. More than three? Well give me a give me a specific number. I will say four. Two hundred. <laughs> it was seven hundred and six. Mm, not yeah, not a bad, not a bad count when you think not about bad. it. How many were on it? Uh, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, more than that. So, so was it closer to? Souls. Yeah, it was closer to. Yeah. Souls. Three. Three. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that come? I've still not seen the film. Three. I don't <laughs> think it rose. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know the, two dogs survived. Did Billy Zane die? <clears throat> the band definitely died because they keep playing. Yeah, yeah. So they cut. Right, tell you what, we'll get the crew list and the uh, roster. Looks. We'll do it live on the show and cross them off as they die. <laughs> we'll do that for the next quiz. After the next quiz, that'll probably be more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> Thank you for that, Gav. Another wonderful quiz. Excellent. And another victory for me. Another victory for Philip. Brilliant. Actually, uh, Jerry could be right. There's probably only three people left alive from the Titanic. One, two. Oh, there we go. You can no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no,